the only talk radio afternoon drive show that makes sense. Beyond the headline with Aldrin Simpia, right here on SAFM. 14 minutes after 3 o'clock, we speak to Teza Mabuza, the Acting National Consumer Commissioner, next. So the National Consumer Commission says they welcomed the decision by the National Consumer Tribunal to impose an administrative fine of 1 million rand against Vodacom. The tribunal found that Vodacom's conduct was unconsciousable by imposing terms and conditions that negated the consumer's rights to cancel their fixed-term contracts. Teza Mabuza now joining us on the line. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for, for making time for us. What do you make of the one million rand penalty and just had a conversation with my colleague earlier on Bridget Masinga and she said that one million rand is really nothing for a company as big as Vodacom. Yes, it, it seems like that I would say that we are excited not about the fine itself, about the principles that were set, those that we wanted to test. The three areas really that we wanted to test, it was around the issue of the um, cancellation penalty that any supplier in terms of a fixed-term contract would levy when a consumer would want to cancel. Also, the issue of the recording of the cancellation as to when it should be effected by the supplier. And the last part, it was around the issue of the end-of-term notification to the consumers when they were supposed to be cancelling a contract. So for us, really, it was to ventilate on those things and then to get the tribunal to say that a conduct like that, it is prohibited. Because we are not only dealing, though in this matter it was Vodacom, but when you look at the fixed-term contract, we deal with them either around the issue of your uh, gene contracts, any other contracts that you can think of. They always have an issue of a, 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 a termination that comes to an end or a consumer that wants to cancel. And the other issue is that the the interpretation of a reasonable fine or penalty that is slapped on a consumer um, is that it becomes too vague. Why isn't there an exact amount or an exact figure that says if you want to cancel your contract, maybe let's say um, six months into a two-year contract, this is the penalty that you face. If you want to cancel the contract one year or two years um, before the contract ends, this is the penalty that you face. Yes, it, it, it seems that it would have been better to have written it like that. But um, when it comes to the interpretation of the act, is that it should be applied to every other situation. Because now contracts would differ. There would be a contract like in this case, we're dealing with the issue of a SIM card only. Most of them were in, you don't have a handset, you don't always apply anything. And the reasonable contract, the act actually explains it under Regulation 5 to, to actually put in elements that have to be considered by a supplier when they have to cancel the contract. So let me just highlight one or two. Mm-hmm. The one um, um, area that a supplier has to look at is the goods that are at the hands of the consumer, where in now the supplier will suffer harm. Let's say in this case you have a handset, um, and then the handset costs uh, 10,000 rand, and then you have not finalized paying it, you have not paid for it completely. That would mean that when you cancel the contract, you would have the the, the handset, but then the supplier would have lost. So in that case, that consideration of what is in the hands 
of the consumer. And secondly, as well, is that the consumer, everything that is being owed by the consumer as of that date should be uh, paid up. If maybe you were paying 300 rand and then you know mm. that that is my fee that I was supposed to pay for this month. When I cancel, I have to pay up that fee up, uh, up front. And the other situation as well, it's also around the issue of the service, the nature of the service. Because when you look at some of the contracts, let's say like in a house or so, is that when you leave today and then I cannot lease it tomorrow, that would mean that I would be, or the supplier will be out yeah. of pocket. So you look at those circumstances for every contract. So that, that's how the supplier, they know exactly how to go about it. And the reason why we prayed for this is because the 75% cancellation fee of the remainder, imagine you have a SIM, a SIM only contract and then the service that they were supposed to give you it's airtime and then you pay in 500 rand you are on month 20 mm. you still have 20 more months to go you are not going to use that airtime yeah. you are not going to use that data so why should you be paying for future use if really they are not going to lose anything yeah just a quick one um also the people who were slept with that 75 percent and who couldn't pay some of them being blacklisted what recourse is available to them because there's the one million rand that is um that uh, vodacom has been fined but that one million rand doesn't go to the consumer who may have been disadvantaged who wanted perhaps to have another credit facility but because of the action unlawful action this is in this particular case that has been taken by Vodacom, um, they have been hampered? Um, no, not in this sense, because during the course of our investigation, and also with the confirmation by Vodacom when we were arguing the matter at the tribunal, is that those consumers whose contract were, who were denied the opportunity to cancel, their contracts were ultimately cancelled. Those that name were blacklisted, they were removed from the blacklisting uh, uh, list for being blacklisted. But yeah. what we cannot take away is that kind of like the emotional trauma, that those are some of the issues that are really difficult to quantify, but consumers have re- received the redress. Yeah, but, but, but access to a financial, financial, um, financial product, and they look, at your, they look at your records, and your records show that you have been blacklisted, that has an impact on you. Yes, those have been expunged. They have been removed and corrected. For those consumers, the only thing maybe that consumers would have be, would have suffered, it would have been maybe the opportunity cost then yes. when they wanted credit. And and, 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 and that's my issue, actually, acting uh, a commissioner. That is it. Because at that particular time, considering um, the position that that individual was in, they were facing a situation where perhaps they um, had a situation where there was a cut in their salaries because of COVID-19, the impact that COVID-19 has had. They looked at available facilities um, that are being made available from the banks, but they couldn't access those because they had been blacklisted. Yes. The expansion um, only comes in after. Yes, and um, what 
normally happens in situations like this where in somebody will now claim for compensation, compensation for damages. What normally happens in instances like those is that because now the conduct is prohibited, if a consumer wants to claim further, because what the CPA does, it would normally say refund, repair, or replace. And then in the instances where in now during the negotiations, when we are still ventilating the issue, then the supplier comes up front and say, you know what, I will compensate the consumers this way, and we agree, then the Um, tribunal takes that into consideration. But in that case, that was not considered. But if consumers have suffered harm, especially those that felt that it was an opportunity lost or harm by the conduct of Vodacom, they would actually apply to the tribunal. The tribunal will give them the certificate, then they would have to follow the matter in a civil law because the conduct itself is prohibited. So they don't have to now... um, prove the conduct of of, of Vodacom, but they would have to prove the harm that they would have suffered by that conduct. Thank you so much for your time. That is uh, Tezi Mabuza, who is the Acting National Consumer Commissioner.